Welcome to the first day of September. It's a Thursday, 2022. This day weather podcast brought to you by Cowboy State Daily, Wyoming's news authority. They have more original Wyoming news content than any other news organization in the state. Check them out at cowboystatedaily.com. Well, severe clear, we like to call it. When it's so clear, it's severe, meaning there's just nothing happening across the Intermountain West. At the very most over the next week, somebody might experience a couple of isolated showers and thunderstorms. I think this will be true maybe over the high country, especially down into Colorado, uh, but really nothing more than that. We have a very dry air mass and high pressure combined. So when you do that, especially this time of year, you get warm, sunny weather. It's going to be a very warm first seven days of September. This pattern is going to go through probably next Thursday. Above average temperatures but it's also gonna be a great pattern for the upcoming holiday weekend. Now, one thing to point out, fire danger is gonna go up. Relative humidities are tanking, I mean tanking. Uh, so you're gonna see things really, really drying out. So be careful out there with fire dangers going up this weekend across the West. We do see a change coming late next week and next weekend. Our confidence continues to grow that by next weekend, as we've been talking about, there's a change coming. Whether or not it's a big one or a little change, don't know yet, but we're pretty confident that a change to cooler, more like fall weather might be visiting us in about eight or nine days from now. But until then, not much going on. Now we're gonna have a little fun since there's not much weather going on. And I know that we're probably down to just the weather geeks watching the podcast right now because of all this nice weather want to bring up something and have some fun with it. I got this email that the Blackbirds arrived in northern Wyoming about two weeks earlier than average. Question from Chuck and Sheridan's, you'd think they know something that the rest of us don't. And that got me thinking, you know, we always have these old wives tales about, well, which way the cow is facing or certain animals arriving or going away, woolly worms or whatever you want to do to help predict the weather. Well, is there anything to it? Honestly, I don't know, but I, I find it interesting and I do like to observe the animals and the way things go, whether it's blackbirds or hummingbirds or when the elk decide to move to different elevations. So I'm gonna put it out there. Does anybody have any experience or do they have old wives tale or do they have a story from their grandpa about, well, you know, I saw the animals doing this so maybe we should expect the weather to change in the next day or the next week or the next month. Do the animals know something that we don't? So let's have some fun with it. Post your comments. If you're watching this podcast on YouTube, post your thoughts in the YouTube comment section about what you think. Now keep it clean. This is a family podcast, but just some observations and then we can kind of go through some of those to see what people say because this is one of those things that honestly just really isn't studied at least seriously scientifically, whether or not the animals got a leg up on us in terms of weather forecasting, maybe we can learn something from them. Satellite imagery shows dry air. Look at all that orange and the wet, red areas moving on in. And take a look at these forecasted relative humidities later today. This is the percent of relative humidity by late this afternoon towards evening across the West. Look at the teens, look at the single digits back into Utah, back into the Great Basin there. This is a very dry air mass. You can see the green down here is shunted down into Texas and Southern New Mexico. That's where the monsoon is. If you were to take a bigger perspective and look at all of North America, look at this. 
This is impressive when we talk about the air drying out. Look at that. All of North America here and surrounding waters, this is the driest part of the continent right now. As we take a look, this is why. Big high pressure over the Four Corners area, over the Great Basin. As we go into next Wednesday, we don't see a lot changing. High pressure is still overhead. So this is why we're saying this is going to go on another week or so. But this high pressure ridge is going to grow in response to this low, helping to pump it up, basically. So this ridge is going to grow and build. And you see this air mass right here? If that high pressure builds, what will happen is this. We are going to see high pressure go into the Gulf of Alaska, which in turn causes that jet stream to dip. And all of a sudden, the door to Canada is all of a sudden open. And if it's open to the door being open, then colder air has access into the western United States. So the models vary on the intensity of this front, but all of the long-range modeling tools we use show some type of frontal system in the west by next Friday or Saturday. Look at the differences between the models. The overriding message here is while there's big differences in the model, as you'll see here, they're all advertising a cool down. This is the European bottle by late Saturday of next week. See the purple over Montana and parts of Alberta and Saskatchewan there? That is temperatures 30 degrees off the average. And you can see the cold front penetrating through halfway through Wyoming there. This is the European. Look at the Canadian model. The Canadian model is further south and it's deeper with the cold. Then the American model is cold, but it's a little bit more diffuse. So this is where our confidence level goes up. We don't know the extent of the cold or the concentration of it yet, but a change in the weather is coming late next week and next weekend. Stay tuned. We'll talk about it more later. Have a great Thursday.